Between the Covers, a series designed around who and what can be done and achieved by patients, planning and working in a community of like-minded, successful people. This podcast series is for anyone looking at becoming a successful published author and those looking to understand the mind of a writer and the goals of a publisher. Proudly sponsored by Shoreline Publishing. Welcome and enjoy. Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to Between the Covers. I'm Kelly Wilson, and I'm coming to you on behalf of Shoreline Publishers. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of speaking with the lovely Anita Selzer. And we are going to be talking today about her brand new book, Reframing Beauty. How are you going today, Anita? I'm fine, thank you. How are you? Really well, thanks. And it's an absolute pleasure to be spending some time with you. You're a very interesting woman from what I can read. Oh, so, wow. So <laughs> thank you for your time. <laughs> But let's get straight into it and have a chat about reframing beauty. What's it all about? Well, it's about looking at beauty in a different way. Um, I'm saying that we should get rid of the value of beauty of the external and, and yep. judgment of how we look and 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 use and that being accorded value and measurement and move away from that to looking at beauty is in the in what we do with our lives, how we live our lives. And I've got 30 examples of young girls and women in the latter part of my book um, telling us what they do with their lives, showing us what they do, and they're, they, they're really fabulous role models, I think. Wow, what a testimonial. And honestly, woman to woman to any human, we, we all need this. <laughs> well, I think, I think, yes, I think when you, when you read about young girls 15 years old going to a plastic surgeon for fillers, yeah, that's normal. Um, we've it's got frightening. A, there's some issue going on that needs yeah. to be addressed. So um, I was spurred on by two things with this book to write it. One was the birth of two granddaughters. Oh. <laughs> so two little girls were born into my family. And then and also I had a cancer removed from my face and I had wow. some reactions from strangers in the street and it made me feel very conscious about my face yeah thinking well why should I care I've had surgery that um is going to probably save your life (laughs) yeah why should I care how I look and that Mm. really got me thinking and and at that same time I was walking down Glenferry Road Malvern which is near where I live Mm. and there were um there are advertisements for um, beauty enhancing and all the images of mm. young, white, thin women. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, it just all came together for me. Oh, in terms of so and, and what a massive blessing that you've, you've gone down this road because it's, it's a, I work with children myself and it's a huge, huge problem and something that's so ingrained to them so early through social media um, that it's going to take people like you and for them to be able to pick up a book like Reframing Beauty to actually start believing that it's okay to have a different thought pattern? Well, I, so, I actually, I in the, in the book I actually advocate that um, education, it should start early, as early as preschool. Absolutely. Or, or primary school, wherever 100%. it's appropriate, that, you know, yep. we, we shouldn't judge people by how they look. No. And, and, you know, we need to to look at our inner selves, 
who we are as people. That, yeah. that, should, be, that should be the beauty yardstick. <laughs> oh, you are so right. Unfortunately, the world looks at it often in a different way. I, I do think, though, um, you know, it is a really big hot topic at the moment. Do you think some of the worldviews are changing for the better a little bit around beauty or we're a lot, we've got a long way to go still? Well, I can see there's this thing, diversity, coming through with, you know, mod- with the models and and Yes, product. I can too. So, so we're no longer seeing the white, skinny, mm. European-looking model. Mm. Um, so, so although that person's still quite dominant in the very yeah dominant but then you are seeing women of color and other ethnic groups coming in and um, but you know a lot the thin look still quite dominant I think it is yeah Um, although you are you are like we're getting uh we are getting diversity filtering through but look at goodness yeah it is a start yeah Yeah. so you've got to start somewhere and there are people in the industry in the beauty industry um fashion industry particular who are backing that whole issue of diversity. Yes, thank goodness, hey. <laughs> but I also think that those people have to be involved in decision-making. They just can't be on the catwalk. Their views should be consulted as well yeah. you know, um, in the boardroom. Yeah, you've got a great voice for change there, Anita, I I, I think, and that that would be your main inspiration for writing this? Um, well, I'm hoping that women particularly will start thinking about beauty in another way because I think we're all, we're very often very hard on ourselves. Oh, we sure are. Because <laughs> our culture has afforded <laughs> beauty for women as a primary value Correct. for a very long time. So yeah. I think we need to change the way we look at beauty. Oh, 100%. And is that your background? Like um, I know you're a doctor. Is that your your whole passion as well? My, my background's in education and gender. So this beauty book is quite out of left field. It's not really yeah. um, part of my academic kind of profile, but um, I think that the birth of my grandchildren and yeah. going through the face surgery and then seeing the images of all these thin, gorgeous young women around on It's board, enough, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it came together and just um, I got the idea, the inspiration from that. And I, and I don't want my grandchildren, my granddaughters, to measure themselves no. to this yardstick of beauty that we have been. Oh, no, brought up to, it was drummed into us really. Um, yes, well, it's been, it's everywhere, you know. So It is. To, and you don't, I think it's not even, we don't even consciously think about it but it's there and you know (laughs) it sure is it sure is now I know your books are non-fiction um but I've had some other genres thrown at me biography history humanities and um society would you class your book as covering all of that uh yes it's a very broad spectrum it is isn't it there is some history it's looking at gender um looking at beauty as a performance historically yeah. And part of the book, I have a look at, at how it was historically used um, in the days of the toilette. You know, in the in the in the Europe, especially in Europe, where women were performing their toilette, they were getting ready to entertain, and they often used their beauty as a means of influence. Yes, oh, hundred <laughs> percent. So, so there's there's some of that in the book too. So nice. That, and also, I I do a there's one chapter that looks at about a, I think a hundred years of change per decade. Wow. Um, the Western ideal of beauty was in terms of fashion and makeup, so that we can see that it's not static. That it, that has it does yeah. it's an idea. 
beauty is an idea and it changes over time. It does. And it became about money and big business and 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 the beauty industry is a very expensive business. Oh, uh, you are just so inspiring to talk to. <laughs> now, I know um, some of your book was a personal recount, but I also have read that you deliberately chose very broad um, subjects or characters in your book to um, write about or to hear their stories. Was that correct? Uh, yes, there are 30, there are 30 little like mini biographies. So wow. there, are, there are 10 girls from around the world, very young girls who just blew me away. They're very inspiring. They, they, they fight for the environment. They work for the homeless. They, they want to make people feel better. They do all sorts of different things. And um, I thought that they should be written about and, 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 and be absolutely role models and then there are famous people we've got um princess of wales we've got oprah wow we've got stella mccartney um who else uh, priyanka chopra uh we've got the artist barbara kruger there are some very wow well big names big names as well so how uh, long did that take you to compile all of that well i did a lot of reading and research and um and it was very time-consuming. Yeah, but I, I, just, I just found each person that I was learning about and writing mm. about very inspirational. And and I also wanted to have um, you know different areas of life that they are they are performing beauty in as examples. Yes. So the reader that you know it's wide ranging, and you know they they weren't all famous to begin with. Some no. some became famous a lot earlier. There there are a few, and some some inherited that, like you know, obviously um, the princess who married into the family. But I think mm. she's fabulous. She I is <laughs> such a stellar job. She's oh fabulous. yeah! <laughs> wow, she should, she should be acknowledged for it. Yeah, oh, I 100% agree. And listeners, I'm telling you, if any of you know any little girl or older girl or teenage girl or woman of any kind, there's your Christmas list done. Well, Just that's, order- that's right. This book is is for um, a girl whenever she can start to read. Yeah. To and infinitum, infinitum and, it, and it would be a great Christmas gift. Yeah, agreed. Um, <laughs> and I think it'd be a lovely book for people to actually talk about, you know, like yeah, reading definitely. groups. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Book clubs? Book clubs, yeah. Book club group. Yeah. Book. So, um, yeah, and I, th- and I hope people will enjoy it, think about it and learn mm-hmm. from it. That yeah, be the voice of change from it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well done. I know I'll be using it. I can't wait to get mine. <laughs> well, it's so, only a few more weeks. It's out, I believe. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know. So what would you have said your biggest challenge was while you were writing um, Reframing Beauty? Did you have opposition from people or? Uh, well, I didn't interview them. I would have liked to interview them, but I thought yeah. that process will take too long. I have interviewed people for my next book, which is on photography. The female gaze in art and photography. Wow, that's <laughs> sort of an extension. I write about women because there are so many gaps. Yeah, um, but uh, this book was very challenging because there are many chapters in it, and it's quite thematic. So each chapter has a different kind of theme, but mm-hmm. it's all linked to beauty. So yeah, uh, it, it's a very big book. It's very broad. Oh, I just can't wait. <laughs> now, obviously, you're not 
a novice writer. You've been around uh, the writing world for a long time, and I believe you've written thirteen books. <laughs> yes, I'm not the number. The the, the uh, photography, the female gaze, is the first. Is number thirteen? Yeah. And I'm very excited to have a little bit of a chat about your, one of your books called I Am Sasha, which is becoming a movie, I believe. Yes. Well, this is an interesting story. So I wrote um, the book I Am Sasha. It's about my father who survived the Holocaust as a teenage girl. Oh. oh. So I I wrote the story in my grandmother's voice because she, it was her idea to save him that way because she said, yeah. we're on the run. Um, if the Nazis catch catch us and you're a boy they can order you to pull down your pants circumcision will give you away and we'll be shot or sent to the camps so you have a better chance I'll get false papers which she did mm. and we'll become different identities but you have to become a girl yep it's pretty challenging but <laughs> through adolescence and war he became a girl and then anyway I read about a young filmmaker she was 22 Lexi Gordon from Sydney And she won prizes all over the world, awards, um, for her debut film that she made in film school. So she was fresh out of film school. I I read about her, connected with her. She read the book. She said, I have to make this film. It's a 30-minute film. She's taken key scenes from the film. She's It's going through editing now. And she will take it overseas to all the the film festivals to try and get a big producer to To either pick it up. To pick it up and make either a Netflix series or a major feature film. That's what we want. (laughs) I don't know what will happen with that, but that's in process. Let the journey unfold. Yes, on a journey, exactly. Yes. Oh, congratulations. That's so inspiring for all of us, writers and listeners and anyone, really. (laughs) Well, it is exciting. I hope something happens, but I have no expectation because the film industry is very it's difficult yep. you know, yep. to break into. So. Yeah, but what will be will be, and you're obviously having great success with your books um, and everything you're doing, so no doubt Anita will probably take off. <laughs> what a beautiful topic as well. Mm. So can I just ask before we, we wind this up, what does literary success look like to you? Uh, when someone comes up to me and said I've, read your book and I really enjoyed it yeah I really got something out of it like yeah that that's that's that to me means I've done something well yeah well I'm a hundred percent sure that reframing beauty is going to impact greatly and I really really hope it does because it's exactly what our young girls or any woman in the world needs to read and hear I would a hundred percent agree with you on that Well, Anita, it's been an absolute privilege and a pleasure to have a short chat with you today. I wish you every bit of success in your writing journey going forward. I know it's going to be huge. I can feel it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Thank you. Listeners out there, right now, jump online or go to one of your bookstores or go to a library and order yourself a copy of Reframing Beauty. It will be hitting the market very, very soon and it will be the perfect Christmas gift, birthday gift, anything gift for anyone you know, including yourself. So I encourage you to get out there and grab one and support Anita and support women all over the world. Thank you, Anita, for your time. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. Bye. 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 We hope you enjoyed this episode of Between the Covers. 
produced by Shoreline Publishing. 